Hey, this is Dave Wonders, host of Dave Wonders, and I love conversations, whether it's with local pastors, artists, filmmakers, authors, random people from the community, any opportunity to sip a cup of coffee and have a good conversation. So sit back and relax. For more conversations like this one, you can visit our website, thepulse.mn, or you can tune in weekdays from 2 to 6 Central at 104.3 The Pulse in Central Minnesota or online at thepulse.mn. You are listening to 104.3 The Pulse. My name is Dave, and I love chatting with people whether it's musicians or filmmakers or pastors or authors. And uh, our good friend Debbie Griffith of Everyday Matters, you hear her on The Pulse. She's got a book called Orange is the New Blessing, From Busted to Blessings. And uh, Debbie, glad to have you. Dave, I love communicating with you and connecting with you and talking with you. I am blessed in so many levels, and I do want to share the book and it's its purpose of nothing is wasted with God. But I would also say, Dave, that in the beginning of Everyday Matters, going on the air on Christian radio began in 2006 in the town I'm from. We have a Christian radio station, not unlike the Pulse and the Word, and it's actually a similar uh, building format and station as you have there in Pequot Lakes. But what blesses me is that your station was one of the first to pick up the feature, Everyday Matters. I traveled around Minnesota with a CD player and a little CD of my feature, Everyday Matters, and I remember going to the station and putting the CD in the CD player and then, you know, having a station manager and program director, and it wasn't you at that time, and just feeling so vulnerable as you listen to it, but that day... I was accepted. So, I love yeah, that. I, a, I know, right? That's uh, that's such a good story. I, I mean, I was going to yeah. say, I don't know. You said 2006 is when you started that. You're the first one after KBHW, Psalm FM, and International Falls, you know, started producing it. And just looking at the short features that we've got on the Pulse right now, uh, that's the one that's the longest running. I mean, there's some that have been here and for a season and yeah. we've kind of moved on from, but we got to check in with our Aunt Debbie. That's like part of... Yeah, you're you're a voice right. of the station. You're an institution at this point. Yeah, I love that, Dave. That's so thoughtful. Now, Debbie, it's been a while since we chatted on the phone last time. I don't even remember what it was for, but it's been a few years. A lot of life changes. I've gone through a lot of different things. I mean, I've been married to my husband Dan for 32 years. We have four adult sons. One is married, and we have our first grandson, um, who's eight months old. And I think congratulations. Why? Thank you. And I think partly why, uh, whatever whatever age you are, because we're all going to go through hard hard stuff, right? Yeah. The need and the understanding of God is always and never changing. We change, circumstances change, trials, you know, are different and look differently, but He never changes. He's constant, and I think that's why the feature and the book, which is a collection of stories, and the first story you're going to find is getting a DUI six years ago, and how it turned out to be a huge, huge blessing. And so I had been in the works to write a book. Uh, The book changed directions because I just thought, you know what? I think everyone has stories that are messy and hard and trials, and they need to know they're not alone, that, that, that here is 
uh, speaker girl, radio girl, and the circumstances are crazy of how it happened, but I now would say I am glad for what God did in my life in nine months of me not driving and, and all the people I met and all the people that reached out to me because I was sharing my story so they felt they could share their story and not have shame because there's no condemnation, Romans 8, one for those who are in Christ Jesus. Before we get too far into the meat of the book, what's the big takeaway? What do you want people to walk away from this book having learned? Main takeaway I hope that people get from it would be with God, with Christ, nothing is wasted, that he's a redeemer of all things, that the whole book of the Bible is not about us. It's about him and him as a redeemer of all things. And we have the hope and purpose for now where we're here on earth, but most importantly, we have the hope of eternity with perfection. And so while we are here, we are going to make mistakes. We are going to have circumstances that are messy and difficult. But through Christ, even while we're here on earth, we can look at Romans 8.28, for we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God and you called for purpose, that we can look to that all things are not good, but all things can work for the good, because God is good. That's the message. I want to touch on something here, because you, you said, you know, okay. you, you've been the, the storyteller, you've been the talker girl, yes. you've done the public yes. speaking thing and the radio thing, but yes. in your book you say, a writer I am not. <laughs> so how was that to, no. to, to uh, kind of work into a new medium there? I love that you asked that, because actually not a lot of people who interview me or ask me questions ask me that question. I love that you asked me that. Um, Tullian, or I might say his wrong name wrong, but it's, I think it's Tullian Tavichian. He's actually the grandson of Billy Graham, so that means his mom um, was the daughter of Billy Graham, and he wrote my foreword. And Tullian said to me, well, the first book is always the hardest. And I'm like, whoa, brother, <laughs> this is first and last. Like, it's too, it's so much more of a challenge than I thought to, I guess, just share my, be vulnerable and out there. It's not that I'm not transparent and vulnerable when I speak. But when you're speaking, you have the feedback and that energy. As a theater major, you get that energy back from the audience. As a writer, you write the book, people say they order it, and then it, it's kind of like everyone goes dark. Mm-hmm. You know, and some people do write you, but it's not that immediate feedback. So that's why I felt like, no, I'm not a writer. I'm not a writer. And I still would say I'm not a writer, but I do think God wanted me to write and connect with people on this medium and level. And from that, I do get opportunities, again, to continue sharing and speaking. Because I do, Dave, think we're all in ministry as those who have a relationship with Christ. We may not be in the title of a pastor or a speaker or in radio like you, but we are in ministry when we serve the person in front of us and minister to that person each day. Right? Right. Well, hats off to you. I, I've i always uh, dreamed of writing a book, but it's that it's a Herculean endeavor yeah, to actually it bring it to the finish line. And, you know, whether you're public speaking or you're doing radio or even, you know, I know you, you theater in your background and stuff like that. Right. There's an ephemeral nature to it that right. you do something and then it's done and it lives mm-hmm. on in memory or, or it doesn't and you move on. But right. there is right. something to be said about you filled this however many hundred pages here with your story. Yeah. 
and right. this it's there's a permanence to it. It's it's there to share and uh, pass on to people, and and that's pretty neat. Yeah. So when is your book coming out, Dave? Because you obviously get this. Not everyone gets what you just said to me. It is exactly that, and I actually, you know, whether people listen to this interview or not, I am blessed by just talking to you right now because it's really affirming and encouraging to me for someone to understand what you just said. It's it's out there, and you you just feel so vulnerable because you're not hearing back or, you know, that immediate feedback, like I said, like you understand, and it's, it's just hard, and I... I think, you know, it would have been easier to write a fiction book because then I could exaggerate the stories and, you know, take meaningful people that are real and have backstories that I know of, but then I could alter it and change it because my four boys, my four adult sons, um, one has read it in its entirety and the other three have read various stories. And they'll even say, Mom, that's not exactly how it happened. <laughs> like, you kind of exaggerated that part. Uh, you know, like all That's of what them. you say, write and your own like, book, Mom. punk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, uh-huh. It's always easy to watch a video or to listen to a speaker or read a book and go, well, I don't think it should have been that way or you should have done it that way. And I'm like, uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, you know, it's, please be quiet. It's and, the contender yeah. in the arena that counts, right? Not the not the critic. Right. Exactly. That's so good, Dave. Hey, this is Dave Wonders, host of Dave Wonders on the Pulse Podcast Network. Here at the Pulse, we are passionate about music with a message. Central Minnesota. We want to cultivate within each listener a deeper desire to know and follow Jesus Christ. You can listen to us anytime online at thepulse.mn or at 104.3 The Pulse. You live in Central Minnesota. Now let's dive back into the conversation. Let's rewind time a little bit. Time, time capsule. Okay. This story starts. I mean, obviously, you you jump around a little bit here in your book, yes. but it it's yes. it's it kind of kicks off in yes. 2017, February 28th. I got a DUI. I had already been writing stories, and I had I was writing for a newspaper in the faith column once a month and sharing, you know, everyday matter stories. So, in the sense of, I do everyday matters feature. It's one minute. So maybe a thousand word, you know, editorial in the newspaper. But then in 2017, this DUI story happened and it just altered the the book. And so it's actually not just like starting in 2017. It's, I talk about stories that happened, uh, you know, when, I don't know, in 2003 with my scoliosis back surgery um, as an adult and, you know, parenting and and marriage. And it's funny because Dan and I have four boys and Peter, the second one, who is the most like me, just saying, um, has three chapters of of him in the 53 chapters or stories that are told. And because, yeah, he, and so it, it, um, it just shares the challenges that, that we encounter. And I, I do think people are going to connect to that because 
and sometimes we're afraid because we think we should have it together. Debbie Griffith should have it together. How could this happen to her? And and I'm so thankful because I don't think I would have connected to a lot of different people or addicts or, you know, people struggling on a different level or Christians struggling and they think they shouldn't because they should know it and they know better. But I hear I'm saying, like, it's okay if you know better because you still fall and fail. Or things happen to you, Dave, like in Job, he wasn't doing anything wrong, and he had all these circumstances change for him, his family, his livelihood, his, his health. And you know what? I just, I just so strongly like think about this all the time, that in Job 19.25, you know, we think of God disciplines us and trains us, but Job doesn't say in 19.25, my disciplinarian lives. You know what he says? My Redeemer. Redeemer lives. My Redeemer lives. Isn't that powerful? It's powerful stuff. And, and I think yeah. that, you know, I can't imagine what that it was like for you to have to go through that vulnerability thing because, you know, there is this, this thing that unfortunately happens when you're in ministry, whether it's a pastor, whether it's a musician, whether it's a radio person, that people right. put you on a pedestal, even if you don't want to be put on a pedestal. And then there's expectations of the people that they put on the pedestal. And then when there is, you know, humanness that happens and mistakes right. that happen, then they're like, oh, my goodness, we expected right. whatever. It's, right. it's like, no, 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 you you put that expectation on me, <laughs> and that's right, not fair. Right. So, you know, and and I, I don't think I, I um, say this in a vacuum. I know a lot of people that are in ministry that are just like, oh, man, I, I feel like this this pressure— because I'm right. going through stuff, and I've got my brokenness, and there's this yeah. constant, like, if people found out about how broken I am and, you know, the, whatever, then... Or how lonely I am. I right. think, you know, in leadership, there's loneliness because you 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 should have it all together. You, you're preaching all the answers. You're teaching all the answers. You're writing about the answers. You're recording the answers, whatever. And so then, well, then how could you have this happen to you? And that's why um, it resonates so strongly. And I, and the reason I shared it so immediately, because I did not want the story to own me. I wanted to own the story. Yeah. I well, never, yeah, and, just said, well, that's, you know, it's their dumb fault, or I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't pulled over. I wasn't, you know, to this. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter because right. what matters is taking ownership of, yeah, there was a situation, but God is a redeemer and nothing is wasted with him. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Like, at the end of the day, like this, your your picture is on the front of this book, but you're not the hero of this story, right? It's, no. it's Jesus that is the, the hero of the story because he is working through our, yes. our stories to make himself known and to show himself yes. to be faithful and provide and work in ways that we don't expect him to. Dave, honestly, like you're one of my favorite people right now because you get it. And I've had different interviews and different people share, but your own vulnerability or your own um, insight is so great because you just, even you saying something like you on the cover of the book, I kind of like was, after the cover was finalized and everything, I'm like, okay, I don't know if I can do that cover, people. Because, A, I don't look like that right now. It's a glamour, fun photo. It's eye-catching. But I can't fit in the orange skirt. 
that I'm wearing on that cover anymore. And she just is a little bit too like live your best life now, live your best life now, you know, kind of cover. And I was like, I'm just that's the vibe I want. And even my boys were like, Mom, that covers too glam girl. You need to have one where you're sitting on a curb, you know, with a ponytail, and no makeup. I'm like, I think you're right, but I'm so over this book right now that this is going to be the cover, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So. That, yeah, I love that I... you said that about the cover because what? it's not the everyday Debbie look. Okay, just saying. Like when people say, oh, you look great. Yeah, okay. When you do stuff, you can get a makeup team and a hair team and a photo team. I'm in theater. I get how it works. And so that's why the cover at that time that, you know, it was published and the cover went out, that's why it's like that because I get how to do that kind of thing. But now looking back, I'm like, yeah, I wish I would have done it differently. But guess what? What did I say? Nothing's wasted with God. He redeems all things. So he's going to redeem the cover, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am so thankful that you're, you know, there's an honesty and a vulnerability in this book because that's the story that we need. That's the story that yeah. I think resonates with people because it's exhausting the the way that people try to portray themselves on social media or the way that, you know, we had Performance this conversation. Or market. When, yeah. we, when we pick up the phone and say, how you doing? Doing great. Because that's the way that we always answer. But I think that that's not hope and that's not helpful for people that are not there. And so stories where we can we can share um, about how, how good God is. And it, that's... It's about him. Yeah, that's, yeah. it's about him. I want to minister to the gas station person I, I went to and I could see they were down. And I just looked them in the eye and say, God bless you. Yeah. It's going to be okay. And that's it. And then I leave. That is more ministry than me, you know, posting a cute picture of myself and saying, God bless you. It's going to yeah. be okay. You know what I mean? I connected with the gas station person. I am lo- excited to, to read more of this book. I'm going to read it before I actually give it away to anybody because I want to, you know, enjoy the full I experience. But uh, yeah. the book is called Orange is the New Blessing from Busted to Blessings. And you can find it. Debbie, uh, on your website? And... Yeah, you just go to my website, debbiegriffith.com, and I always like to tell people, you know, maybe you're of age that you know this, but Griffith is um, like Andy Griffith, Andy and Opie from Mayberry. I live in a town that's literally 6,000 people, and it is like Mayberry. So <laughs> I, I'll tell people, yeah, I just um, think, you know, Andy and Opie, Debbie Griffith, that's who you're going to remember. And then... There's Amazon and there's um, Barnes and Noble, but I'm really now doing the same thing I did with radio. I'm going to little bookstores around Minnesota, and I'll probably venture outside the state and go to little bookstores because I do love that connectedness of people being able to go into their local bookstore in their small town and, and see this and go, oh, Minnesota author, but then maybe in Iowa, yeah. oh, this looks different, you know, and not just like the World Wide Web. I really want to connect personally to every person, and I think you don't do that by being, you know, some marketer girl or, hey, look at me, girl. I want people, honestly, Dave, to look at God, Yeah. to look at God. It's not, it's not about me. It's about Him. So, friends, pick this book up. Support Debbie in, in her writing endeavors, and maybe if she gets enough people to buy this, she'll make another book. But even beyond uh-huh. that— 
leave yeah. <laughs> leave a good review because that always helps with the uh, the oh, authors get their traction right. and all that. It does. Honestly, I I can't say this enough, and I would you know <laughs> tell people like go and support this station because people like Dave get it and they get they want to hear you and they hear your hearts and that's why they share the music they do and that's why they share the the content they do because they're trying to connect with you personally because Jesus is personal. It's not about a religion. He did not die on the cross so we could have a religion. He died on the cross so we we could have a real personal and intimate relationship with him. And that's why I'm so thankful to be part of this station and part of the ministry that God's given me because I want it to be about him and it's not about me. It's just stupid if it's about me. Yeah. But it's glorifying and edifying if it's about him. Debbie, we appreciate you. We love that you're a part of the Pulse. We, we consider you part of the Pulse fam and uh, really excited that Absolutely. you get to share these stories with, with our listeners. Thank you so much, Dave. I, you're such a blessing to me, and I'm proud of you, and I'm proud um, and encouraged by you as well. And I know that listeners are too. So thank you so much for having me and, and talking with me today. Yeah. Okay, God bless you. Thank you, Dave, so much. Thanks for listening to Dave Wonders. You can find more episodes of Dave Wonders on the website, thepulse.mn, or any place you get your podcasts.